Hi guys, and welcome back to the She is Strong podcast. I'm so excited that you're here tuning in with me. Great things are in store for you. My name is Shelby Burrow, and I began doing podcasts, not because I had a desire to on my own, but because it was something that God had in place inside my heart and my mind. So I began being faithful, listening, and learning more about how to make podcasts. I want to take you on my journey through life and help you discover your purpose and that you can do scary things with God on your side too. Before we get into this podcast though, um, if this is your first time listening, I'm so glad that you're here and that you've stumbled across my podcast and I hope that you stay and continue listening. Um, But before we get into the word that God has given me, um, I just want to start with a prayer and get our hearts and our minds ready for what God is going to do in your life. So if you can, just bow your head, close your eyes, and let's pray. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for each individual who came and who is listening to this podcast, God. I pray that you put a hedge of protection around them, God. Know that they are loved, know that they are valued, and that they are worthy, God. I pray that you speak to them and and into their life, God, and you show them their purpose and what they are meant to do and what you have called them to do, God, because they are beautiful warriors in your eyes, God. I pray that when they do listen to this podcast, God, that they don't see me and they don't hear my voice and that this does not come from me, God, that I'm just your vessel using and that this is all from you, God. I pray that this message speaks to them and I pray that if they don't know who you are, God, that they come to know you and have a true relationship with you, God, not one that some churches give God a true, real, honest relationship to know who you are and all the things <laughs> that you are capable of doing in their life if they just lean in and press into you, God, because you are a good, good father. I pray that you be with me during this word, God, and that you give me the words to speak, God. I pray once again that they don't hear me, God, that they only hear you. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Well, guys, welcome back. I'm so excited if you are a frequent listener or if this is your first time listening. I'm so glad that you're here and I hope that you stay. Um, I'm going to be honest, though. um, This podcast is very personal to me. Um, I feel like when I speak on it and when I say everything that I'm going to say, um, it puts me in a very vulnerable place. Um, So it is hard to share, but I know that this is a safe platform for me to share. Um, I mean, it's my podcast, so I know that it's a safe place and a judgment-free place and a place where I can feel that I can come to and be open and honest about my feelings because I feel like that's when you really connect with people is when you're 100% transparent and you, you know, you don't act like you're happy all of the time or you have your life together or your house is always clean or, you know, you have your kids together at all times and they're listening perfectly fine all the time. I don't personally have uh, human children. I have two dogs. Um, which are my children, but 
you know, life isn't always perfect. And so um, within the last week since, honestly, since I posted last week my podcast, uh, you know, it has not been an easy road. But I know that when you're having your breakdown is when you have to press into God even more because you're right there on the edge of your breakthrough. And I'm <laughs> I'm in the middle process of that breakdown and I'm transitioning into that praising him through the storm thing. I haven't fully received my breakthrough. I'm still trusting and believing God for it, and I believe you should too. But I'm just going to praise him through it. And this week has been, honestly, I so I post my podcast every Monday. So last Monday when I posted um, my podcast, at towards the end of that previous week into this past week, it has been rough for me. Um, I've had a heaviness on me on and off for over like a week and a half, almost two weeks now. Um, I 100% know that it is not from God, that it is Satan. And he's doing a big work in my life because I know that God's promises and the things that God has promised to me are about to be here. It's about to show forth in the natural. And I 110% believe that. I don't necessarily know how it's going to come or what it's going to look like, but I do know that it's coming. And I know that because Satan has been pressing into me very, very hard lately, and he's been coming at me very strongly. Um, and it, it honestly has been weighing me down a lot. But I don't let it keep me down because I know God's promises to me. I know what he's said that I'm going to have in the next coming months and in the years to come. I, I know that. But right now it's, it's in this waiting that it's very hard because Satan has, I mean, I mean overdrive is honestly what, it, what he's been doing. Um, a lot has happened in the last two weeks than I think ever before. I, you know, I told you I've cried more than ever before. Um, but I want you to know that in all of this, I'm not saying and telling you this for you to have pity on me or to feel sorry for me or to come at me and say, you know, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? Because there's nothing anyone can do. Um, except God, and I'm not, I hope I don't sound mean when I'm saying that, but it's, I know what God has promised me, and that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on God's promises to come forth, but I just want you to know the reason that I'm sharing all of this is because I want you to know that you're not alone in this, and you'll, the feeling that you may have, and you're in a dark place, and it seems like no one cares or no one's listening, I, I know exactly what you're going through. I know exactly what you're feeling. Our situations may not be the exact same. We may, not, we may not be going through the exact same obstacle, but the feelings are similar. You may feel dragged down. You may feel depressed. Your anxiety may be up. Whatever the case may be, I, I know how you're feeling, and I want you to know that you're not alone, and, and God is with you. And he will help you get through.
And I can tell you, I remember last week I was in my car and I, I just know that I always feel better after a, a good cry and <laughs> I, I felt heavy. I had been feeling heavy for days and days. And like I said, I know this is not from God. And even when I would pray and sing and all of that, I still wasn't feeling better. And I knew it was because I just needed to cry. And I knew that if someone said anything to me in the wrong way, no matter how big or how small it was, I knew that it would set me over the edge. And someone (laughs) that I don't even know said something so small and irrelevant that, I mean, I would have just normally brushed off and just been like, okay, whatever. They're just, you know, obviously they don't have Jesus in their life and I need to pray for them. But it, it was the breaking point for me. And that's when I lost it. And not on that person, of course, or anything like that, just to myself, I did. And I just got in my car and I just started crying my eyes out. And I, I told God that I was tired and I needed a change because I was, I was tired in every aspect. I was tired physically. I was tired emotionally, mentally. And I mean, honestly, spiritually too. Not because I don't believe that God is going to show up and show out for me because I do believe that. But it's been very hard lately because it's like everywhere I turn, it's something not from God happening. And it's something to take my mind and my attention off of him and I I broke down and I lost it and I just cried out to God and said I was tired and I didn't know what to do anymore and I I needed him to change something and if I'm being honest nothing in this moment has changed except that I feel a little bit better I I don't feel as heavy I think sometimes it's good to just cry and just and let it out to God because have you ever seen those boards? I'm not exactly sure what they're called, but they're just those like little letter boards um, that people change out seasonally and write funny little quotes on. Well, I've seen those ones that in the upper left-hand corner, it says, you know, dear God. And then in the middle of it where you would write all of your prayers or your conversation with God, it's just a bunch of letters jumbled up. And then at the bottom it says, love your child or your daughter or your son or, you know, whatever the case may be. And that is the season that I'm in right now is, God, you know my heart. You know what's on my mind. You know the things that I'm feeling that I don't necessarily have the words to speak anymore. But God, just, you know my heart. And please, I I need a change, God. And so in all of this, all of these feelings, I've, like I said, I've had to really press into God more than ever. Um, and a verse that I like to, that I like to cling to is Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I can tell you, I've done that a lot recently. I have come to God with a heavy heart and not having the words to say and just saying, God, here I am. Here's my heart. I'm open 
to you. And honestly, that's what I've done. I've sat in my living room, turned on some Christian music, and just sat in God's presence. And sometimes I'll sing along with the song, but I don't just sing it, you know, and and like dance around. Sometimes I do that, but within the last two weeks, what I've just been doing is sitting there soaking in the words, singing them, really digesting and listening to the words truly and what they're saying and just really leaning into God. I mean, I I wish I could explain to you how heavy that I have felt, but I don't, I think some people on here listening will understand Um, because it's almost hard to, it's hard for people in the natural and who are quote unquote worldly people to understand when you say, I don't have all the answers, but I know what God has promised me. And they just look at you kind of funny and they're just like, what does that even mean? How do you know, you know? And, and I've gotten that a lot recently, um, whether it be from, people that I know or don't know, and they're like, well, what makes you so special and think that you can be used by God to do something big and great for him? And not that they've said those exact things, but you can just tell in their tone and their their judgment, that's what they're thinking. And you know what's crazy is that God wants to use them too. He has big plans for them and for their life too. But I feel like the people who come at you and, you know, who think, well, what makes you so special? I honestly feel like they are the small-minded people who don't fully believe that God is who he says he is and that in Ephesians 3 and 20 that he wants to give you exceedingly and abundantly more than you ask for I don't feel like they know that and I feel like it's because they don't have a true real relationship with God and and knowing all that he wants to give you he doesn't want you to be poor he doesn't want you to be begging him for the leftovers essentially you know he wants to give you the best of the best and you know he doesn't give you all that you that he's blessed you with he won't give you all the money and all the things in this world for you to be greedy and for you to keep it selfishly well I worked hard for this so it's mine and I'm not sharing with anyone else well why should I have to give it to someone else if they haven't done anything to deserve it and that's a exactly the opposite of what God wants and why he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to someone else and that when they're just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this, you can turn and give the glory back to God. And how do you know that they don't even know who God is and you could totally open the gates for them or we rewire their brain and thinking everything that they've thought that they knew about God isn't true and he and the church people that have made God out to be some judgmental awful man that's not who he is at all and so when you 
have the opportunity to be a blessing to someone, no matter how big or how small, you should 110% do it, whatever that looks like. Don't second guess yourself when it is laid on your heart to do something, to give, to even as something as small as opening the door or holding the door for someone, do it. And there's a song, I'm sure you have heard it or know at least who Lauren Daigle is. But as I was getting ready to prepare my podcast and share it, that song came on and it just really spoke to me because I knew it's what I needed exactly at the time that I needed it. And isn't that funny how God works? And it's been a rough week and a half to say the least. And that song came on as I'm still feeling kind of down. And at the beginning of her song, it says, you are loved when you can't feel a thing. You're strong when you're feeling weak. You're held when you're falling short. And when you feel like you don't belong, you're his. Isn't that so beautiful? That when it seems like everyone is shutting you out, when it feels like no one is listening and no one understands, you always, always, always have God to turn to and to lean on. And you know what Romans 8 and 37 says? It says that we are more than conquerors. We are capable of so much more than what we can even fathom. And I love that. I love that so much. And I feel like people have lost sight of that. That because, you know, you're in your dark season right now and you feel alone and you know what God has promised you, but it hasn't come to yet. So you almost want to listen to what the world says and take it into your own hands and, and just figure it out yourself because you're on a time limit and if you're not married by 25 with three kids and have your degree then you're a failure if your kids aren't off to college by that the time that you're this age or whatever the case may be you haven't graduated college by 21 or you didn't even go to college or you did but you decided that it wasn't for you and you wanted to pursue your own dream whatever the case may be for you, society says to take it into your own hands and to do, you know, what you want to do, essentially. And that's not what God says, you know. I told you that I'm still in my waiting season. I'm still waiting for my breakthrough. And I can tell you, it would be so easy for me to go out here and do things my own way, the way that I want to. And I feel like so many of the my problems that I'm praying to God for would be resolved in a matter of a week, if that. But, and that's what the world would say. Well, just stop leaning on God because we don't even know who that is, honestly. Like, we don't see him. How do we even know that he's real? Obviously, you're struggling and going through so much, so obviously he's not listening and looking out for you and and for your best interests, so you should just take it into your own hands. And that's what the world says, but that's not what God says. And I, I can tell you, it has been tempting to take things into my own hands and do it the way that I want to do it. 
have I ever felt like I wanted to press into that? No, of course not, because I know what God has promised me, but I can't say the temptation hasn't been there because it absolutely has. But also, the world says that it's okay to have sex outside of marriage, and you can just sleep with him and her and and that purple dude and the white dude and then the Asian dude and whoever you want and do whatever you want because it's your life and you're living your best life and you can do whatever you want. But the Bible says something completely different. And the Bible says we can, it's supposed to be man and woman, but society says it can be whatever we want it to be. Now, does that mean that we go and we judge those people and we push the Bible on them and say, well, God says this and you're going to go to hell for for dating the same sex or thinking that you're a man but you're dressing as a woman or whatever? Do, do we judge those people for that? No. You know what we need to do? Which I feel like so many people, I'm about to step on so many people's toes by saying this. You're supposed to love on them and genuinely be nice to them and show them grace. Because how do you know that you're not the only person that can change their life? And of course, it's not going to be you. It's going to be God. But how do you know that he won't use you to speak into their lives and to speak love? Because how do you know that all they've ever received is judgment and hate for for their whole entire life but you could be the changing factor in that and I feel like I've gotten so off of my topic but I really felt inclined to say all that but all that's to say we have lost complete sight of what the Bible says and we've gone to so much worldly things so I can understand the pressure that someone might feel when They say to just take matters into your own hands and do what you want anyways because God's not even showing up for you. And if he was, you wouldn't be going through all the things that you're going through. Well, also, by me going through all of the things that I'm going through and all the struggles that you're dealing with right now, it might not look like it. But once your breakthrough does happen, you're going to look back and see how much your faith had grown and how much stronger you are to know that God was looking out for you. He did have your best interest at heart. And because you waited on him and you didn't take matters into your own hands, you were blessed even greater than what what would have happened had you done it on your own. And I think that's the hardest thing for the world to understand because they... They just say, well, 2020's been a year and it doesn't matter anyways. Do whatever you want. But man, does God have a different plan for you? And all this is just to say that the things and the way that you feel right now are only temporary for where God is going to take you and for the plans that he has for you. If we go and read Isaiah 40 and 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So if you really press in and truly believe, no matter how crazy it looks right now, one, you are never alone because you always, always have God on your side.
And two, with God on your side, he will renew your strength. And you will soar on wings like eagles. And you will, and just like the seasons change. I don't know about you. I'm not a huge summer person. I'm ready for the fall. I'm ready for some cooler weather. Not that that's really going to happen here in Florida. Maybe in like January. But just like seasons change, so does your life. We are in seasons of life. And it's not forever. It will change. It will get better. You're not stuck in that in that feeling forever unless you allow yourself to be stuck. But if you tell God you you want out and you want something better, he will give it to you in his timing. But he will give it to you because he wants to give you exceedingly and abundantly more than you ask for. He loves you and he wants he wants you to walk in your purpose and he wants you to go do great things for him and for his kingdom because you are going to help people who don't know Jesus who might have heard his name before but it's left a bad taste in their mouth because of things from the past but you being the person that God created you to be and doing what he called you to do in his timing you will change their hearts and their minds And you will go do great things for God. And know that not everybody can go where you're going. And that's okay. Because God wants to take you higher. Take you from glory to glory. And use you for mighty things. But you have to, in the dark times, that's when you have to press into him the most. You can't give in to Satan and into his games that he's playing. He has no new tricks. It's the same thing over and over. It might look a little different, and he's going to use different people, but it's the same game, just over and over. And you have to be able to spot that out. No matter how small or how big it is, you have to know that it's Satan up to his old tricks. But he can't have you. We already won the victory. Jesus already died on the cross for us and for our sins. We win in the end. But do you believe that for yourself, too, that you are a victor. You are a winner. You are not alone. You are loved. You are strong. Do you believe that for yourself? And that God can take you higher than you've ever been. Higher than you can even fathom. I believe that for myself, no matter how crazy it gets. I know my promises that are from God. And I know what he said to me. His promises are yes and amen for you too. And I can only pray that you believe that wholeheartedly. But I do just want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I pray that this message spoke to you. And if it did, I would love for you to send me an email at shelbyburrow20 at yahoo.com. I love hearing from you guys and how God is working in your life. And I, if you need a prayer request, send it to me in that email. I would love and I would be so honored to pray for you. But I also would love to hear your praise reports and how you've been pressing into God and how he's showing up and showing out in your life. Because I promise you, right when you have your breakdown, that's when your breakthrough happens. You can't give up. You have to keep going. Because victory is on the other side of that. I 
I love you all, and we will talk soon.